Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode two of my new podcast series called Rise Uptown. I am your host, and my name is Beck Joyner. So just a little about myself before we get started. I'm a full-time real estate investor and realtor here in the city of Harrisburg. And by the way, if you need my services or know someone who wants to purchase a buy in Dauphin or Cumberland County, get in touch with me. Area code 401-952-4171. I would appreciate your referral. So on to Uptown. The purpose of this series is to get to know the neighborhood, get to know the history and all the forces that shaped it, to understand how the neighborhood has come to be in the state that it's in, in order to hopefully understand what we can do to put it back on the right track and to get it economically healthy again. In 2020, I'm looking for everyone's help, including yours. I'm pulling together a coalition of residents, churches, nonprofits, and merchants to apply for a program that is administered by the Department of Economic and Community Development called the PA Elm Street Community Program. Essentially, our planning committee needs to submit a master plan backed by a lot of data to apply for this community designation. If we can successfully do that, then the projects that we develop within the community are eligible for state grants. The grant money can be used for housing, for business development, facade improvements, public art, streetscaping, public safety programs, community events. It's really up to us to come up with a plan. For more information on the PA Elm Street Community Program, please follow the link in the program notes. So in my first episode, we focused on Uptown in the 60s and 70s. So in this episode, we're moving on to the 80s and 90s. The specific area that we're going to be looking at to apply for the PA Elm Street Community designation is an area that I am calling East Uptown, which is from North 3rd Street to North 7th Street and from Division to McClay. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. It's time to rise uptown. Hey guys, so it's Beck here again. Just real quick before we get into the episode, I had a couple of little little technical glitches. Um, So we missed recording uh, the very first name. So I just wanted to repeat that. And the first gentleman speaking in the recording is Jim Schmick. Um, And then um, at the, because I recorded this on my phone, um, the audio cut off after an hour. So I did miss um, a few seconds of recording and then we just pick up from uh, f- from there uh, with a part two. So please forgive the little glitches there. But, um, you know, the conversation was so um, great. I just wanted to go ahead and uh, publish it because it is great and very interesting information that, um, you know, is brand new to me and is probably new to you as well. So take a listen. area for 40 years I retired about uh, eight years ago okay Uh, my name is Rick Hicks Um, I lived in uh, uptown area all my life I'm 35 years old okay my name is Camilla Bryan Uh, I live off and on uptown pretty much my life as well Um, I've lived here consecutively the past 
eight years? Yeah. Okay. My name is Kevin Hicks Sr. I grew up in Ashburg area, living here all my life, and I just recently retired 2018, ex-Hashburg uh, Steelworker. Excellent. Okay. So I'm going to just ask some um, icebreaker, get to know your questions just a little bit to kind of throw that out there. Um, so th this is for anybody who, who feels like they want to answer it. So. Uh, if a movie was being made of your life and you could choose an actor or actress to, to play you, who would play you? <laughs> Come on, Camilla. Who's going to play you? Um, I mean, I guess I'll go with, uh, with, with Chadwick Bosman. I mean, that's, that's got to be the hottest guy right now. Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. Okay. Uh, I think, personally, I think Ice Cube. <laughs> maybe, or maybe he does, you, he does look yeah, like Yeah, doesn't he? Because really you know does. what? I, I, I don't it. know if I ever told you that because you, you actually do, I think, yeah. look like a little bit like Ice Cube to me. I've gotten that before. Okay. All right. So go. it's not just me. No, you don't. They could be an extra. <laughs> <laughs> you could be an extra in a movie. That works. There you go. All right. Anybody else? Anybody have any uh, celebrity doppelgangers? Or? Uh, For me, I'll say Denzel. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Gotta go big. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Go big. Go I, big. Uh, because he's one of my favorite actors, I say Don Cheadle. Okay. So. Don Cheadle. All right. So, um, all right, Jim, since you didn't answer the question, you get the next one. What's in the trunk of your car right now? Trunk of my car? Well, the thing is, I have minivans and I have them in the trunk. <laughs> okay. What's but, in uh, Just snow equipment. Uh, you know, really nothing. Mm -hmm. So you knew I, the day was coming. I need, yeah, I, I have a bookstore, so I have to have minivans to put the yeah, seats down in the floor so I can haul stuff. So I really don't have much in the vehicle okay, right now. Very good. So I You're do know. Practical person. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, okay, so final question, again, to anybody. If you could rid the world of one thing, what would it be? Envy. That's a good answer. Why do you say that? Uh, I think it's the cause of um, a lot of like detraction from growth, and I think it's like the cause of like a lot of conflict. Mm -hmm. So, do I gather from that that you uh, have some personal experience with maybe people envying you? Everybody. Or okay. Yeah. Anything you want to share? No. no. Okay. <laughs> we just leave it at that. All right. Okay. Um, fair enough. So um, first question then. So I spoke to my guests in episode one um, when I was having the conversation with them. What I really discovered, which I had forgotten about and I shouldn't have, was that the boundaries of Uptown has shifted. Um, the, the folks that um, I was talking to they actually grew up in what is now considered Midtown. So tell me about when, what, where the boundaries are to you, like when, when you were growing up, where, what, what was called Uptown, and when did that change? Has it changed over the span of your remembering it? Like what, to, well, so Kevin, for, for what, my, what to you is Uptown, like when you were growing up? Growing up, uh, Basically, with me living with, they would say, Midtown at that time, we we always called that area back then, like, you know, Midtown, which mm -hmm. they would 
they call it now. Okay. So uptown, I would say, for me back then was McClay Street on up. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uptown because it's called the Uptown Post Office mm-hmm. where I work. Mm-hmm. Uptown to the post office is everything above third to seventh McClay to division. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's uptown because when they started building in this area. They did front, second, third street. Right. Yeah, that's, and I don't know if that has its own name. But yeah, I was just going to say, like, what do they call it? It's, no, see, yeah, above third second. is your three, four, five, six hundred blocks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So everything is above third to seventh, McClay to do. And is that how you understood it growing up as well? You, you two, is that the no, border? I would say uptown for us was from Riley to Division. Because even if okay. people lived on Green Street, um, that was on the other side of McClay, but that was still uptown. I mean, even mm-hmm. a little past division, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little past. Because you used to get... You, once you, you, you passed the, the news the, station, then, then it was Susquehanna. But you still, like, if you lived on the other side of division, you was on the white side. Like, that was mm-hmm. what it was called. Yeah, so let's How talk about were. that a, a, a little bit mm-hmm. more, because I've heard that as well. So that's interesting that, you know, even... Because you're, you're not that old, Camilla, so it's interesting to me that it would still be like that during your growing up. So what, what has been your, what, what is your perception of the racial dynamic and, and all of that when you were growing up? I mean, it was pretty accurate though. Cause, um, so like mm-hmm. on the other side of the division growing up, uh, those properties were mostly occupied by white people. Mm-hmm. Yep. It had a little decline when the recession and stuff hit. So a lot of those properties like kind of turned around, but, um, I mean, that was just the other side. So, like, the Green Street that we talking about that we grew up on is not the Green Street that is there Okay, now. And, and what blocks did you grow up on? Well, grew up in that area. Okay. I, I never lived on Green Street. Okay. But, like, from... from You're talking about what is now old up From down. McClay to what? Calker. Uh, Calker. Yeah, uh-huh. like, it's Amish now. Yeah. It's, it's, to see it like that is crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, so, when did, you, when did you perceive that changing? Once they put up them new townhouses. And when was that? What? Uh, I would say mid. Yeah, probably around two. Two thousand. Really? Eight, nine, ten. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, people are moving out. Okay. But you got to remember now, Susquehanna Township starts at the TV stations. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's why you have that. You got the Atlantic Lines that close to Division Street. Mm-hmm. But even like uh, like some of those houses, right when you cross Division, like even Second and Green Streets, those are some of the coldest houses in the city. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still Harrisburg, but those are properties that are going to go for three hundred up, like regardless. You th- yeah. Okay. You know what I mean, like, so you think we're headed that way? Uh, yeah, definitely. Wow. Okay. But see, what's crazy? All the properties from. Front, second, and third always were like that. That's crossed the most. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was saying. That's sort of not considered. That's where the, the wealthy people right. built there. That's all the money. All your big business centers in the 40s and 50s mm-hmm. lived on Front and Second Street. Yeah. You know, and what's going on is some of the, the rich in the area are taking over homes that were converted into three offices and right. putting them back to being right. homes. Yep. You know, right. So you're starting to have some tech industries coming into Harrisburg on Front Street. Because everything, the, the value of the properties of th- like uh, half of what it is in California and these right. other places. So they're starting to come in here 
settle in the city and they like the downtown life and people are flipping these homes and the prices are starting yeah. to go just like right. you said i seen a, um, a condo for sale on front street for three hundred and eighty-five thousand. wow am i just a 3300 square foot condo still and it's leased but you wouldn't expect that at all uh, not yet not for harrisburg that right. that's a definitely uh that's a surprise wow okay well listen let's take a um, step back and just um i just wanted to get to know um some of you a little bit better so um i'm gonna ask um our, our eldest here, actually, maybe I don't know who's the eldest, but uh, so I'll, I will ask both of you. Okay, I will ask both of you. So, um, uh, so Jim and Kevin, tell me a little bit about where you are from and where your parents are from. Like, how long have your families been in the area? So, you want that? Okay. My uh, great grandfather had enough of Germany always being in wars, so he moves to steal. And he has nine kids. Mm -hmm. And the baby is my grandfather. And so my dad grew up in Steel and Harrisburg area. And then when World War II is over, he graduated two years later at Harris. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he bought, there was a new uh, development being built outside of Enola. So okay. that's where You guys have been here ever all, since? You've been here since 1880s. Wow. And how yeah. about well, your family? Uh, as Far back as I can remember, I think my mother and father, their their parents migrated here from Virginia. I think two different parts of Virginia, but as as far as I can remember, I don't know if my mother was born here, but I believe my dad was born in Virginia. So uh, yeah, Hicks. I, I associate that with a southern name. Yeah, yeah. and so that makes uh, sense. My grandfather, my, my dad's father, was one of the first black businessmen in Harrisburg. He had a, a cleaning business where they cleaned the, the Broad Street Market, and he had uh, a side business that, that he did also. I can't remember, but I know he was one of the first black businessmen in Harrisburg. Right, and that was what what era, what decade? Was? Uh, I'm going probably back around uh, in the 30s, 40s. Wow. Because I, my, my, well, my dad was born in 28, so yeah, it had to be back around in, in that time. Wow, that must have been uh, must have been a challenge um, for sure. So um, let's see. So who has um, who 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 here has siblings? Does everybody have siblings? Mm -hmm. Who's yeah. got? Tell me how many siblings you each have. One brother, one sister. Okay, so, so two. Okay. So I got four. Four, four brothers. Okay. I have one brother, two sisters. Okay. Okay, I have three brothers, one sister. Oh, very good. All right. Um, so I'm going to ask you to go back to um, what you would remember, like your, your first memories and um Kind of tell me a little bit about what you first remember interacting with, you know, your neighbors or your neighborhood. Um, can you can you remember anything from say age five or six? And if so, what type of memory well, do you have? Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of memories of that. You tell, when, yeah, when, tell when, us. when I was five, like I say, I, uh, at the time we were living there at Montgomery and Cumberland Street, uh, across the street from me was um, 
family, the Bear family. Mr. Bear and Miss Bear were the first black police officers that I knew. Uh, my uncle Gus, he trained boxers at the old pal that used to be there on third street. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Robbie back in that area. And that time the police officers would walk the beat. So we knew mostly all the police officers mm -hmm. on the beat and things were completely different back then. We, at that time you can leave your toys, your doors unlocked. And no problem. Wouldn't yeah. nobody bother a thing. Yeah. Everybody in the neighborhood watched out for one another. So if you got in trouble, your neighbor beat you. When you get home, <laughs> when your parents you got, got another, home, you got yeah, another beat. Right. So, yeah. but, but you know, times, times have changed. I I say, growing up back then for for me, it 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 was peaceful because we were allowed to be kids. You know, we were allowed to use our imaginations because we didn't have all that technology. So, you know, we, <laughs> we would go, yeah. uh, I mean. So that, now remind me, what, what street um, did you grow up on? I grew up on Montgomery and Cumberland. But see, Montgomery's no more because after they came in and put Cumberland Courts there, like I said, Cumberland Courts is named after Cumberland Street. But uh, Montgomery, Montgomery Street was the side street. And that's the, the street that my grandmom lived on. My grandmom lived further up on Montgomery Street, but we lived right there at the corner of Montgomery and, and Cumberland. And uh, back then, uh, like I say, uh, the Camp Curtain Y was at Six and Foster at that time. I mean, Ben Franklin was just being built around that time. I went kindergarten, I went to both school on Green and Foster. And uh, then I went to Ben Franklin from uh, first to sixth mm -hmm. grade. Now, what was the other school? What was the first school you said? Both. Is it still there? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. My dad went there. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. He graduated from Harrison 47. Yes. But he went. Yeah. It's now apartments. It's right at Forster. Is it Green? Green, Green and Foster. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, both Street. Street. It, was, um, it was a charter school for a while. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. oh. yeah. Sullivan. Was it? No. It was a charter school. No, it was a, like a uh, the Mat Academy of Medical Arts and something like that. Yeah, because yeah, the it was charter, a charter school, school after that though. But the charter school was on on Third and uh, and both. But Bose. I thought both of those were part of the charter school. But it might it might have been it might have been. I didn't know it was yeah, a school yeah. back then. Though. But uh, like yeah, that was the first uh, school that I went to. Both I went to kindergarten and both. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. And how about you? What do you remember from? Do you remember anything from like pre-K? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you grew up where? Um, pretty much Fifth Street. Okay. Um, I probably you lived on Fourth Street when you were a little boy. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, but what I remember pretty much, uh, definitely the Y was very, very pivotal in, in our childhood. Um, both of us. Mm -hmm. um, what type of activities did you do? Basketball, okay. karate, okay. <laughs> dodgeball. Cam. Cam had us running track and everything. Cam right. made us play everything. So, um, um, but a lot, like we we did a lot of the outside, saying a lot football, baseball, crate courts. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, as far as schooling, I went to Ben Franklin, Cam Curtin. For right. middle school, I went to William Penn right there. So. Okay. Yeah, right. That's when it was, was in middle school. 
Wow, that's very good. Um, let's see here. So um, I think Kevin, you alluded to this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna also go around the room. Mm -hmm. um, who has left Harrisburg and come back? I did. Okay, I, so I left Harrisburg. Well, not really left, but uh, the young lady. You go. <laughs> <laughs> the young, uh, this before my time. No, you was a baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the young lady that I was seeing, she she was from Middletown. So I I left. Uh, I moved to Middletown in '83, and I came back. I think it, it was either early '90s, late '90s. Okay. And when I came back, I was living on Riley, Riley Street, Street in between Green and Oh, you remember that, huh? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Um, um, so you're the only one. Everybody else is pretty much. And, and actually, Jim, you don't even live. No. Yeah. And you've never lived in Harrisburg. No, so, okay. Well, it's almost sure. half a century. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you know it um, quite well. So, um, all right. So let's, let's touch base a little bit um, about the 80s a little bit, just so we can kind of get our bearings here. So, um, 80s, you know, famous for uh, launching of the uh, the internet. Um, who remembers um, when they had their first computer in the house and what was it? Remember that? Seventh grade. Okay. That was like AOL, dial up, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you get the little free disk. Yeah. Floppy. And about what what year was that? Do you remember what was the, when so you were in film? Ninety seven, ninety eight. Okay. Yeah, ninety seven. Right. Everybody had AOL. AOL no, See, my first computer was the the, the the black screen with the real floppy disk. The disc. Mm -hmm, with the big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot and the big that. TV so, monitor. Yeah. 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 Like this big. So, I don't even know what I did on that I remember that one. Okay. So my grandma worked at the old middle school that the uh the jungle and uh the she zoo. got an apple to the zoo, my fault. And uh she got an apple too from there. She still okay. has it in her in her She still got that. Does it still work? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. But um that was the original five that you write. You write. Wow. Yeah, well listen, I, my first computer wasn't even a computer, it was a word processor. So just so <laughs> matter of fact, I remember mm -hmm. I used to, we used to have one of the little portable um typewriters with a cover yeah. on yeah. it and you know you would if you if you type too fast the keys will get snagged and you have to pull processor. apart. We had one of them too. Okay. When I when I you know delivered mail a good chunk of my day was on Front Street. And I Thinking over the decade, you saw the changes in the way offices would run. Yeah. You know, when I first started, typewriters, you yeah. hear the clicking. Yeah. And then finally they got them that there was no sound. And then what you were talking about, word process on there, what is that thing? You know, and that didn't last long. They no, no sooner went from no. that, and then you started seeing Windows. Computers. Yeah, it, <laughs> technology really moved fast. It, it, mm -hmm. it really did. Just yeah. moving faster all the time. Jim, yeah, go ahead. I, uh, when when you worked for the uh, delivering that? mail, yeah. you you worked there at on Seventh Street, right? Yeah. Okay. I was I was uh, with the first group of carriers not opening. Okay. I was But that yeah. Okay, did, but did you ever work at the Market office Street on Market Street? Yep, okay. I started there in uh, okay seventy three. And I was a mail handler loading tractor trailers. And then once your probation's over, mm -hmm. you're allowed to switch. So I wanted daylight and weekends off, so I switched to carrier. 
I'm going to ask you a question yeah. because me and, and a friend of mine had this disagreement. He tried to tell me that the Patriot News Building used to be at Six and McClay, right off of Six and McClay. No. And I told him never. No, it, it, it was on Market Street. If you look Street. at old photographs in the 1930s, okay, it was right where the Hilton is. Okay. And people used to stand in Market Square and they mechanically changed the baseball scores during the World Series out on a big board. Okay. So then what happens, see, Harrisburg was loaded with a lot of newspapers, a lot of German newspapers, because okay. this area had a lot of Germans. Okay. Okay. And then as everyone started learning English, they were disappearing, but you had the Patriot Union, right. your Democratic newspaper, and you had your Harrisburg Telegraph, the Republican newspaper. Okay. And... After World War II, I'm not sure of the year, but the Patriot bought out the Telegraph, shut it down. So all you had was a Democratic voice in the city, which Harrisburg is a Democratic name. And they rebuilt it up across in the post office. Now they tore it down. There's a state agency moving in there. Right, right. Because now they moved it over to West Shore right. off 81. And but no, I never remember. And this is what I was trying Sixth to tell of, him. You're thinking of the Union Brotherhood building at Sixth and McClay that's all boarded up. But I told him... Growing up, the only thing that yeah. I remember being at Six and McClay, like I told you, was the, was the Dutch maid, the big restaurant, yeah. and and yeah. uh, the Camp Curtain Bank, the bank, right? And right. I have an old Camp Curtain right. Bank bag because Camp Curtain was the farm show. Governor yeah. Curtain took it over and renamed it Camp Curtain during the Civil War. And I have a bank bag with Civil War tents, cannons, and cannonballs and rifles. That's what they used to do. That's right, all that bank right, was, right. was Camp Curtain Bank. Mm -hmm. And then Dolphin Paws had bought it out, right. which is now M&T. M&T, right. Was, that was the Camp Curtain right. Trust Company. And this is what I was trying to tell him as far as I can remember. He's thinking of that big no, building at the corner. He, plus, he tried to tell me Harrisburg Dairy was on, on McClay Street. I said, no, it no, wasn't. It wasn't. It was no, it wasn't. I said, because right behind the Dutch made were houses. Alongside McClay Street, uh -huh. from from I say, well, right in back of uh, the Dutch made from from there on down, there there were houses on yeah. on McClay Street because my my best friend's dad had a, a beauty salon on McClay Street back then, right there between Fifth and uh, what's that little side street where uh, the bar is? Uh, the bar at what is Moore Street? Moore Street? Moore Street. Yeah. Right. Yeah. From, yeah, from right. Moore Street on down mm -hmm. was all houses. Yeah. I said, I ain't never knew that Patriot mm -hmm. News being on McClay Street, never Patriot knew Harrisburg Dairy. Yeah, the Star, had the, then it became the Star Independent. Mm -hmm. the, the other newspaper mm -hmm. was the Bergner Building. Bergner yeah, then I, became I, I, Postmaster during the Civil War. That's where the Whitaker Center is today. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah. So there's your Republican newspaper. Mm -hmm. I do not know where the Patriot was during the Civil War. I know where okay. the, the other one was. Yeah, I always remember it being right across from the, the post office on, on yeah, Market Street. Yeah, that was dedicated in 60. Yeah. In fact, it was yeah. probably the, the cornerstone out there. It was dedicated, it said by Lyndon Johnson. You know, he wasn't there, but mm -hmm. that's when that started. So okay. actually, you, you bring up a, a good question, which is um, when, when did Harrisburg newspapers disappear completely? Because there's really nothing other than Penn Live is the closest. Well, what, yeah, I still get happened? the Patriot newsbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. is that, still, is that considered Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday? Yeah. But they're 
they're making everyone go to this, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. To the website. Right. Yeah. They just yeah. don't read the papers. Yeah, and they're not getting all the news anymore. For the, and, so, and then for the simple yeah. fact, because the, now going to what Tuesday, Thursdays, and and Sundays, you get no news, and right. and and you raise it. Sorry, right. over for two yeah, days, yeah, you get no yeah, news. Yeah. They want that because they right. want to. They want to. Their goal is just Sunday. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and what's happening is being a mailman. I noticed used to have the shopper, used to have the guy. Yeah, the guy. You had the newspapers. Right. And the Paxson Herald now is going out of business. And what happens is all little nonprofits like church groups and stuff, for free, they could send a postcard into those and they'd list their events. And everybody would know Mm -hmm. that the church uptown's having a big sale and trying to raise money. It's all gone. It's all gone. And there's no one serving the small nonprofits Mm -hmm. and and helping the little churches in Harrisburg and in the inner city get the word out of their fundraising events because it's all gone. And the Patriot News is all left. Sure. That's just like they they did away with all the events at the Italian Lake. Yeah, the May Day, all that in the winter yeah. time. No one can advertise. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. 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 So what do they have there? Yeah, what do they have there? Everything. Yeah, everything. That that was a big that, and a cause... big event back in the day. I mean, yeah. uh, the May Day. In the May Day. Yeah, it was starting to die when we were yeah. kids. But yeah, you're right. It was yeah. around uh, in the winter time when when the ice would freeze. They go ice skating. Mm-hmm. They had uh, they had so much going on up at the Italian Lake back then. I mean, a lot of uh, weddings. That still happens. Yeah, yeah. It's, people mm-hmm. they're still doing wow. weddings. Uh, Not as much. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was so much going on, you know, back then. Uh, I remember, well, the house is there, right on the other side of, of the Italian Lake. A lot of those houses, you know, were were private homes, and I know this one house. They they had a swimming pool in their backyard. We used to skip school. Are you talking about Green Street or a third? Well, right, it, it was between Third and Green. Those okay. houses, right as you you know, come through that little driveway right there okay. at uh, Italian Lake. But uh, we used to skip school and and climb the fence and and swim in these people's pool until somebody <laughs> towed on us one day. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, uh, and wow. and you know we always knew that no nobody was home. But yeah, we got we got caught one day. That's right. <laughs> you, you know the uh, there's a miniature Washington Monument right there at Italian Lake. Yeah, it's yeah. 111 feet tall. The Washington mm-hmm. Monument is 555. Right. That monument was put up right after the Civil War in the middle of Second State. Okay. And because of cars being invented and motorized buses, mm-hmm. they kept getting wrecks and hitting that monument. So in 1959. They moved it up here. Yeah. But that monument was built honoring all the Civil War Civil soldiers. War, That's Stalin right. County's memorial. Right. Now, what a lot of people don't realize, the blacks were upset because they felt they were not included on that monument. So all the blacks of Harrisburg got together and raised funds, and there is a 12-foot monument honoring black soldiers in the American Civil War in the Lincoln Cemetery, which used to be at 6th and Boas. Then they moved it up to in Pembroke at 30th and Boozer. But there's a monument, and it says that this was erected by the citizens of black citizens of Dauphin County, honoring all the men and women that mm-hmm. died and fought in the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it's still okay. there. It's still it's there. there. I do yeah. tours of the Lincoln yeah, Cemetery. I'd actually really um, like to check that out. But I didn't T- know that. T. Morris Chester's buried in there. And what happened is up till Gettysburg, 
blacks were not allowed into the Pennsylvania Armed Forces. And after Gettysburg, a law was passed allowing that. So before Gettysburg, um, T. Morris Chester, who was uh, first ambassador for Liberia to Russia, he was born in Harrisburg. His mother owned Jane Chester's Oyster House around the Whitaker Center, and she was friends with Frederick Douglass, and she had him come in here and speak in the 1840s. Well, he raised money and shipped 130 African-Americans from Harrisburg up to Massachusetts, and they fought in the Battle of Fort Wagner, the movie Glory. Have you seen Glory? Yeah, Glory. Mm -hmm. That's Harrisburg Blacks. Mm -hmm. And they're all buried in the Lincoln Cemetery in Pembroke. When I give tours, it's right on their tombstone. 54th Massachusetts. I never knew that. Isn't that wow. something? Guys from, the, guys yeah. from here. Fought and died on the Carolina coast. The movie of glory is Harrisburg Blacks. Wow. Never knew that. How about that? Yeah. Do now. Yeah. Never knew that. Very good. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, let's just take it back to the 80s for a second and, and wrap that up. And then yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. Then we'll get a, we'll <laughs> get a little stuff. bit into um, a little bit more of the local. It is great stuff. So um, uh, this is just a fun question I like to ask. What's your first car? What's your first car? A Cadillac. Oh, what? man. Man, he went class right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, this is what's crazy. My <laughs> uncle my uncle sold me the, the car and word on the street is he stole it from me. Okay. First car? My my first car was a seventy two Pontiac. Uh, it was my my I bought it off my grandma. Okay. Was, I know it was a Pontiac. Dang, she kept a Pontiac. Yeah, that's, that's all she drove was Pontiacs. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was Mine a, was a, a, a total 1992 <laughs> Escort wagon. Ford Escort. <laughs> oh, Ford Escort. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The wagon. The wagon. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> How did you end up with that? Because <laughs> it got told my, uh, it was my grandma's car. Okay. And it got totaled. So. All right. And yeah. you, okay. I had, I had, I got, back in the day, it was very common for you to get your license and a car in 10th grade. Right. Okay? Yep. And so my first car, because I was a paper boy from 10 to 14 years old, so I was, had money saved mm -hmm. up. I had a 62 Chevy Bel Air. Ooh. And we, within three or four months, I was in an accident carrying on the wintertime, throwing snowballs at kids after school. And I was a baker working. By then, I was a baker working 30 hours a week and going to high school. I'd work four to nine Monday, Thursday night, and eight hours Saturday. Oh. And I'd bake cakes, decorate them all, pies. I could do all that stuff. And I thought that's what I was going to end up doing. So I bought a, my dad co-signed the loan. I got it. It was called a 1970 and a half Pinto. And it was $1,999. And it was a four and a floor with an AM radio. For nineteen ninety nine, that's what you get a four speed, right? And so I went and got bags and got the little pony decals and all that. These <laughs> <laughs> white letters, and I was. In fact, I have it on my cell phone, a picture of it. But uh, that's what I had, and then uh, that lasted me about three years when I started posting. Wow, sixty two Bel Air, you can get a hundred grand for one of those. Sixty two Chevy Bel Air, two. What do they have? Two eighty three. 287 in that thing will really you, you'd hit that in that front end would go up. <laughs> that's a built up car, yeah. Well, that's a watered down pallet, 
because you always tell Bel Air by the 60s, two lights in the back, and Powell had three. Okay. So it was watered down in Powell, and Powell was the top of the Chevy line. Wow. Okay. All right, so local landmarks, guys. Um, other than Blockbuster, um, were there any um, local um, video stores? Around West like, Coast was across the street from Blockbuster. Okay. Yeah, up there on the uh, barely remember yeah. them. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Were yeah. there any like local mom and pop ones around? That's old. Video stores. Yeah. Video stores. No? Ooh, okay. not that I can. How about record stores? <laughs> record stores. The 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 landmark yeah. record store <laughs> for here in Hasburg was Martha's Kaplan's and Kaplan's. Kaplan's. Second. Second. Oh. Kaplan's. Yeah. Kaplan's. Yeah. Mr. Mike's. Now I was one at Third the Street. Center, though, too, though. Mr. Mike's is on Third yeah. Street. Just uh, uh, Big Six, Big Heart, Big Heart. Yeah. But, and then because on um, right by Crawdaddy's, they had a couple different things. Miss yeah, Martha's, Miss yeah, Martha's okay. was right there. That, that uh, <laughs> though, at, at, in my era, they were the two landmark mm -hmm. record stores. Mar I mean, Martha's and Captain's that, that I remember. Now, when when do you remember? Do you remember when they went away? When they went out of business? Like roughly, how long? As did far they as Kaplan's, I remember because right, Kaplan's was right in back of the big. Uh, I think it was a drugstore or something that sit right there at the corner. Miller's Furniture was here, and then here was Kaplan's. Yeah, I know it was a big building. That yeah. sit right there at the corner of. Second in market. I can't remember what it was, but I remember when it was being torn down. That was the uh, well. What it was was the Jones Hotel. The Lincoln was there when he came into Harrisburg on his way to be president, and it went through several owners. And it burnt down in the 1920s, and they rebuilt it and they renamed it the Dolphin Building because Dolphin Deposit is beside it, and that's the one that they finally tore it down and built new. And maybe I bet you the Dolphin Building is what you're thinking about there. Across yeah. from Kaplan's. As far as Martha's, that's still going there. Nah, Miss Martha. Miss Martha. After Miss Martha passed away, and I'm I'm thinking maybe well, could have been in in the early '80s, mid '80s. I know because uh, her her sister took over, but she didn't keep keep it open long. So uh, I'm I'll I'll say probably in in the yeah, mid eighties okay. that uh so that was fairly early yeah, though yeah. yeah the malls okay. destroyed yeah, the mall, downtown okay. right because you didn't oh you had all your corner stores in Harrisburg you know, deliver mm -hmm. mail around here you can see what used to be corner stores mm -hmm. there at uh, Scoop Kill and Pen you just look and see the right. big windows and then you live <laughs> above your store right. mm -hmm. and then when they built Klein Village in Uptown. That was the beginning of the end of Harrisburg, and then East Mall, Colonial Park, they're all 1960s, and then that really finished Harrisburg off. Wow. Because people want to drive a car and pull from the yeah, store, they don't want to wait on buses. Sure, sure, and now look at them, all these places are gone, you know, yeah. um, or going down, going down fast. Um, yeah, isn't that amazing? Um, what did I? Do? I think they just said on the news that um, one of the anchor stores is in the in the Macy's. small. Yeah, Macy's, Macy's is closing. Yeah, so you know, um, so you know, the internet just really finished everybody off. Yep. Um, so this was the first year vinyl outsold CDs again. Yes, yes, isn't if that Mr. amazing? Stayed open for like another five years. He probably could have made it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's the vinyls coming back. Yeah. Vinyls yeah. coming back. Yeah, absolutely. You go to these little, you go to Little Amps. Uh, mm-hmm. Where was I earlier? Uh, Note also. Note has um, a record player there. Well, little Amps sells and little, records. And, okay, I don't know. Okay. Midtown Cinema sells records. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to a lot of these little coffee spots, chill mm-hmm. spots that some of the newer stuff is brought. And vinyls back. Because every generation doesn't want to do what the previous generation did. You ever notice that? I think shopping at my parents' shop. Right. You know, well, they're all into CDs and right. the uncle back to mine. See that a lot. Maybe MP3s or uh, players will make a make a comeback at some point because that was that was mm-hmm. a flash in the pan, wasn't it? Right. Um, so, what what type of places did you all go to see um, live live events? Whether it's a bigger venue, small, you know, clubs, you know, that type of thing. Well, in my time was the farm show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the the state building right there on Sixth Street? Down to, right there, Six and uh, right across from where the old police station used to be. The Forum, the Forum, the Forum, the forum. okay, the Forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mainly, uh, uh, the farm show. Mm-hmm. And and my time, yeah. Tell me about I mean, some of the acts that you saw. I I seen uh, James Brown about two or three times. Like the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Right? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Zembo Moss. Zembo Moss. It's coming. Zembo Moss. Okay. Zembo Moss and um uh, it was one more. Just had it on the tip of my mm-hmm. tongue, but those three. Uh, the Forum, Zumble Moss, and, and the Farm Show. I heard back then the City Island used to have concerts. Too. Yeah, it got yeah. too loud. The yeah. people in the West yeah. Shore said no more. Yeah. You could hear it mm-hmm. around the windows. Yeah, they had a big... I saw Kiss at the Farm Show. Really? 76, wow. 1976. <laughs> One thing they don't do no more, when I was a kid, they used to have a circus yep. at the um, shopping center. Okay, at uh, Uptown? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, they well, lower just grade. Sit up in the yeah. Mm-hmm. New Spring Santa Claus in on a helicopter. Yeah. Wow. Well, that, sounds like yeah. Fun. that was yeah. the thing where, where uh, Mayor Papenpoos has his bookshop now. It used to be Joe the Motors back in the day. Yeah, Joe the Motors had a theater. He has the whole thing. Yeah. And what was Joe, Joe the Motors? It was like a department store. Okay. You know, it's so. It's so. Uh, toys, uh, mm-hmm. clothes, yeah. clothes, and all that. And every year around Christmas time, they always had uh, Santa Claus down in the basement, and and they would do live. would do live, so you could see see yourself on TV, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they used uh, well after they redid the Broad Street Market, but the old Broad Street Market. Right there at the corner of Third and Verbet, they used to always put the Christmas tree, the big mm-hmm. Christmas tree, up decorated every year. And they don't do that anymore. Yeah, we sounds like we definitely have are missing out mm-hmm. on a lot. Joda Motors was they're the ones that already brought Santa Claus in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joda Motors in Uptown, part of Pat Foose's Uptown. I mean, the bookstore, mm-hmm. and then Klein Village had Joda Motors. Motors, and then the West Shore Plaza had a Joda Motors, oh so they were the local chain. A woman yeah. that owns that is still alive. She's mm-hmm. in her late 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who, yeah. And who was that? Uh, Alicia Stein. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so, another just kind of a fun question to throw out there to whoever who 
uh, wants to answer it. Um, first job in, in or near Harrisburg. Tell me about what that was, what it was, what you did, and, uh, you know, what year. My first job, I'm going to say I was a paper boy, paper editor, so, uh, doing papers. And I'm going to say, who I might have been around 11, 12. So I'm going to say around like 68, 69. Mm-hmm. And I had a little paper route. It wasn't much. Did you much. walk or did you bike? I walked. You walked. Well, because it, it. Houses are close. Yeah. You yeah. probably still in your neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I walked because mostly my my route was in the building that I worked, that, okay. that I lived in, and in, in the Jackson Lick. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, okay. and uh, I think as far as I went was uh, was Hamilton Street. That's as far as I, the only thing I didn't like about that job is when I had to go to collect the money. Mm. And uh, uh, there people was give a, you a hard time. Some people did. You're like, we don't have it today. Yeah. And I used to have to take the the money. There was a, a building. Or it was a house, rather, right mm-hmm. there at a fourth and. Um, School kill is where I had to, to take the money to. The, they, that's where their office was. And um, I know uh, after. Uh, that's near the up. There used to be a theater there. Yeah, it used to be the theater. Yeah, 2700 block of Ford. On 4th Street. There's yeah. a parking garage there. Yeah, par- yeah, they tore it down. Yeah, and put the parking theater. garage I forgot there. About that. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't remember that. Mm-hmm. The movie theater. Uh, my son's. Uh, mother, her father uh, had the movie theater right there at Third and Harris, where now it's, it's a senior citizen place. So it used to be a movie theater right there. Well, we had so many movie theaters downtown. We had what about four? Yeah, that's all you have for entertainment. Yeah, we had Colonial. There wasn't anything State, else. There was no TV. Yeah, the the Senate. Yeah. yeah, all in in a one block radius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Colonial used to have entertainers. I think I seen the. The stylistics at the Colonial Movie Theater before. They're they, Third and Market. Yeah, Third and Market. And then right. there was there was a movie theater on the uh, five hundred block of Market, and there was a movie theater on the three hundred block of Walnut. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. blew that up when they blew up the Penn Harris yeah. on Strawberry Square. Well, right where where the front of the Hilton is is where I think it was the Senate or the State. Yep, one, so of the, one of the movie theaters. The state was on uh, Locust. On Locust Street, right. right. Yeah, that's right. right. There's another Yeah, I know, right? We missed <laughs> out, right? Yeah. yeah. We don't have the bowling alley. All of that was, yeah. That was kind of it. So we're talking about basically from from when to when, everything kind of went away from, what, the early 70s to you grew up in the... Early Early 90s. Okay. So, within a span of 15, 20 years, all of this went away. By the time they were born, everything we talked about was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Just about gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like he said, the the bowling alley at the Uptown Shopping Center. Mm -hmm. Then uh, there was Kaiser's at 3rd and Hamilton, was was a a store which had the bowling alley upstairs. Uh, So, Hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, because we, we used to come in the sneak in the back door, come up the back steps. But uh, I mean, it, Kevin, it, see, it, you, you make me think you were you just a scoffer. Told you, right? stole that. Told you, I know you stole a bike. No, I, I stole a pool. I ain't do all that. I really didn't get my first bike. See, maybe until I was around seventh, eighth grade. You go on the other side of the division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's where you used to steal the bike but from. See, I'm cross over there. Yeah. A lot of people people don't don't know that right here at uh, where Wayne Penn and and Cam Curtin is now used to be a lot of fruit trees. They had the apple that trees. That was known as Hoffman's Woods. Yeah, and that's trees. where all the out of state troops camped. Where exactly camped. was it? Right here yeah. on, on the Wampen. Yeah, that was, a big, that was a forest. Yeah, the, 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 Hoffman's Woods. Yeah, the and field. They, yeah, yeah, that's right. And oh, what happened was, uh, now Harrisburg, Camp Curtin, a farm show, which back then was six in Woodbine today, you had over 250,000 men over four years come in and enlist and be trained. That's why we have Camp Street, Curtin Street, Geary Street, General Geary. People don't realize that. And they'd go off to war because you had four train companies at one time using Harrisburg as its hub. And then all the out-of-state troops, when they got off the trains where 7th and McClay is today, that's where they used to have cattle yards. And the out-of-state guys from the west and the northeast would get off there and walk up to Hoffman's Woods, which you're talking about, and that's where the out-of-state troops camped, and they decided where they were going to move them off to fight in the war. Now, after the war was over, they had tent revival meetings for all the different denominations in Hoffman's Woods. And that's how the Assembly of God got here, the um, Christian Missionary Alliance, and those founding churches are still here. But that's all their heads, those churches had big, you know, that's what you did back then. These revival meetings and you plant your churches. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people. Hoffman's yeah, Woods. Uh, you get, uh, well, yeah, apples, pear tree, raspberry, mm -hmm. yeah, all that. Right where who, who and folks it? could just go and was there a and farmer help themselves? Care of it? Do you remember? Or, nah, yeah. it, it was uh, uh, wild. The, the trees that 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 were there yeah. back then, yeah, the fruit, they're just wild, the, the, just mm -hmm. like uh, uh, Lingostown Road mm -hmm. used to be an old uh -huh. dirt road. Mm -hmm. We used to ride our bikes and stuff up there, and that all the fruit trees and and this and that. that because, like I say, that was all woods. Yeah. woods back then. Yeah, it was probably yeah. a farm at one time. Yeah. And okay. the guy who built division out to Lingolstown Road probably mm -hmm. bought the farm. Yeah. And Because uh, I know the guy who built it in his office is that yellow brick building there at Uptown Shop Center near the video stores you guys are talking about. Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let's just talk about politics for a sec. Um, who is the earliest um, mayor that um, anyone re remembers? And what was your experience um, with that, what's been your experience with um, the local government um, in in any way at all, whether as a voter, um, anything? Well, for for me, the the best mayor that I feel Harrisburg ever had was, was Mayor Dowtry. Okay, tell me about Dowtry. Uh, what I remember, uh, he had a and the, obviously this was before Reed, right? Yeah. Wait, okay. Yeah. Wait, Straub, Dowtrick. Then Swenson because of the flood, yeah. and then Reed. Okay. But uh, Mayor Dowtry, I went to school with his son, Tim, and they had a little corner store right there at uh, Green and Minute, right across from uh, Cameron, the, well, the old Cameron's school. And uh, 
I, I got to, to know Matt Reed pretty good through through his son. Uh, now, as far as all the other mayors, I wasn't really, you know, inclined to to any after the uh, Mayor Dowtry, but he mm-hmm. was about the only so mayor. So what is it that he did that you think well, he was He was a big store. Yeah. Tim Dowtry's yeah. on Market Street. Yeah, yeah. and okay. he had a little corner. Beside Bowman's. Yeah. Dowtry's Bowman's. Right, and right, right. And, yeah. and then he had the little corner store there at Green and, and Minnick. But um, which one, the one on Green or the one on Minnick? Right there at Green and Minnick. It, it touches the yeah. side touches building. The side. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, I, I remember uh, he he uh, sponsored baseball team, a little league, you know. Uh, so uh, through through there, although I didn't play baseball, but my cousins did, and the old Westfield that used to be right here in back of the, the Uptown Shopping Center. And back of where Save a Lots is, it used to be a baseball field mm. back wow. there. Yep. Wesley, yeah. <laughs> and then there was another baseball field here on Green by uh, the Italian Lake in back. Right there, and there was a baseball field yeah. down, you know, Riverhouse had delivered mail there in 2300 block up front. 1930s, that was a baseball field. Yeah. But um, as far as Mayor, Mayor Dowtry, he, uh, of all the mayors, he was, I, I knew him firsthand. Because I, I, like I say, I went to school with his son. But he, he, to me, he, he was a very fair man. I mean, you know, if if he was wrong, he was wrong. I mean, and but he always gave us because you know we always used to play uh, sandlot football there alongside uh, Cameron School. But uh, whenever something would happen. You know, and, and if he was there, you know, he would always come. He wouldn't judge. He would always talk to us. And, I mean, he, him knowing us, he, you know, he could tell who was lying and who wasn't lying. But uh, from from what I remember of him, you know, he, he, he was a – I thought he was a very good mayor, although I wasn't at that time really into politics, mm-hmm. but as a man mm-hmm. and me knowing him the way I did, I, I think that's what I, why I say I think he was one of the best mayors that we had. Now, as far as what he did in office that that I, I can't recall too much, but just knowing him as a person, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I base... And then know, what decade was that that he was... We're going back, let me see, when I lived... I had to be around seventh or eighth grade, so we're going back maybe, maybe late eighties, not eighties, late late sixties, maybe early seventies, somewhere around there. Because he was in office. Yeah, yeah. Decades, wasn't he? Twenty something. Almost my whole life. That's all I knew. Yeah, Actually, I only know what. Um, Happen Fools and 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 Linda Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, okay. there was Daltrick, then Harold Straub, who lived in Bellevue Park, but he was only lasted like a term. No, they were after. They were at Swenson was the flood, seventy two. Then I think yeah. it might have been Daltrick. No, Swenson came there. after Daltrick. Okay, so yeah, it was Daltrick, yeah, Swenson, Daltrick. Straub, yeah. then Reed. Yeah. 
Because we're even like 27 years. Yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. Um, so, um, who here has voted in every election? You have, okay. Since Jim. I've been 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. Without fail. Every Without single fail. You all wow. primaries, yeah. all that. Um, lo- local and, and, and national. Yeah. Close? Uh, close. Yeah. Not okay. every, but close. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm not really in the politics. So, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. if somebody I know personally running, I'll vote, mm-hmm. you know, certain people mm-hmm. like Miss yeah. Wilson that live up here on um, with the Miss mm-hmm. you know, all of them. But I don't right. really. Well, um, why not, though? I'm very interested to kind of hear, um, you know, um, someone. My opinion, the yeah, political like, system ain't mm-hmm. set up for my people, so mm-hmm. that's why I don't. I choose not to bother with it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you? What What are the options here? What would you like to see changed? What do you think would make it um, better? Um, well, on the other hand, like I say, if more people that's for us actually go out and run, that that that. That's, mm-hmm. I think, would change things. It would change my opinion on things. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of stay away So you from think it. there's different, um, people have different um, agendas. motivations, agendas. Yeah. Okay. That aren't. Because, um, like, serving. again, like, all my life, Harrisburg has been one of the sorriest school districts in the state of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like again, ain't, I don't know no merit to really do nothing for the city, honestly. So, all right, right. Okay. That's, that's that, fair. That, that would you know, open my eyes. Right, That's first right. things first. And, yeah. And, and, and yeah, speak so, on, yeah, let's talk about the school system a and, little bit and, as and well. And speak, speak on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the issues with the school district now is, 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 is terrible compared to when I was coming up. Because I, I can't, and we were, me and a couple of my friends were, were talking about this a while ago, is that back when we were coming up and with all the things that were, were going on, if anything bad was going on, we as kids didn't know anything about it. So, I I, I mean, my education in the Hasbro School District, I had a good uh, education growing up. I mean, we, we did so many things back then. I mean, like I say... Uh, around what what they don't do too much no more in the schools around Halloween we used to always you know dress up in our Halloween suit back then you know we would go to school and then come home for lunch for about an hour and then go back to school Ooh. they they did away with wow. that that's cool yeah. 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 They, they wow. did. we used yeah. to leave school and go get Kids drinks come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not come back or yeah. come back no, we got to come back, back and show okay. you Jordans yeah. Yeah. okay yeah. But but uh, they did away with with that. Um, like I was saying, around Halloween time, you know, we would have the Halloween you know parties. But we but the whole school would dress up, and then they they would uh, walk us we in in our Halloween suits based on you know the grade different grades at certain times. We would walk from Ben Franklin up to. Six, six in division, down Jeez. six to wow. to seventh, and then back to the school. Okay. And, Put and, you on a forced march. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Good then exercise. when when the, uh, every year when the circus came to town, 
did the same thing. You know, we would walk to to the circus. The symbol moss would always have the pancake. They still have it, but they don't have it like they used well, to. Well, they used to have 5,000 members. Yeah, now, yeah, 500. Yeah, because yeah, what yeah. happened after World War II, the women said, hey, honey, I can keep working. You're back with me. Mm-hmm. Now we have two incomes. And look at all the stuff we can buy. So the way the capitalistic system is made up, all these companies said, well, look at all the stuff we're selling. Let's just keep jacking the prices up. And now women have to work. And so when the husband used to come home, thanks for having supper ready for me, honey, and everything. I'm going to go play at the Zabo Moss. I'm going to go to the Elks. I'm going to go to Moose. She said, no, you're not. You're going to stay here now and help me run this house because I'm working. And it killed all of these <clears throat> organizations. Mm-hmm. That's, all the civic, that's, groups, all the civic that. groups got killed mm-hmm. because of World War II. Yeah, but wow. as I was okay. saying, yeah, the, the school district back then so never you, had the issue. Yeah. So what do you think it was? Was it was it just um, a change in the philosophy? Is it was it lack of money? What what caused that? I, I um, think it was it, it was change for the, those things the to be change cut. in in administrations. You know, each each administration instead of you know, when they took certain things out of the school back then in school, you used to get the teacher could paddle you when when yep. when oh. you was disobedient. Yeah. Yeah. Now yep. they, they nowadays the teacher gets paddled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. principal yeah. my elementary school, yeah. she had holes drilled in right. the and in the paddle to right. make it sting. Yeah, and that yeah. paddle was. She'd she'd crank that up and she'd knock you in the head. So is that where the schools went bad? They took and the paddle out. It, they, stopped mean, the they, they stopped the discipline. They stopped discipline. And and I remember, yeah. you know, when you was when you was bad in school, the teacher would either put you under, make you sit underneath her desk, or put you in the closet. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we put in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are wow. You okay. time but every morning we always had to do the pledge of allegiance yep. Yep. Uh, yeah we had to we do did. that I remember that we had early. to do that uh, and then um, we also when when they they had like the little intramural thing after school where you know they had the flag football where you played different you know elementary schools and this and that uh, they took well to me Back to to the question is that I I think as time went on, you know, I think the administration stopped caring about the kids, and it was more about money than than education. Because I mean, I I can't uh, understand when, like you say, when they built the.
to the zoo the next year, but we, we went to William Penn. Yeah, okay. But okay. I, it was it was a waste. Wow, very good. We lost audio there for a few seconds, but we're just going to keep going. Um, so um, cu last couple of questions just to kind of wrap it up here. Um, what do you think is the biggest misconception that people who don't live in the Harrisburg area have about Harrisburg? One, I will say, see, it, 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 and it's kind of a bias for me to say, but like, cause again, I transferred out of Harrisburg School District for one year, and and like the, the where'd you go when you Harrisburg Christian, which okay. is way up Linguistown Road. Oh, so I, yeah, one misconception that they were like, "Are you scared to leave your house?" Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, people got this thing that Harrisburg, even people from Carlisle, York, other places think. But see, maybe to me it ain't that bad, cause I. Girl, I know everybody, right, and, you know. Right. I know who's going to do something crazy. You right, know what right. I mean? But I would think, I would think that's one. I, I, me, I don't think it's that safe. bad yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it's as bad as people right. portray. It. Yeah. I think the narrative is written for it to be such a way, and it's like I think there's like a whole there's a gender line that, but it definitely it's never been as bad as like even when as people say. Well, thank even when like it's not to say that people haven't got killed. It's not to say like yeah, definitely blocks work. Booming on some old, you know, to the left type of stuff. But at the same time, it wasn't like, even if you're not involved, it wasn't like somebody was just going to victimize you just because you was around. But also, as like almost with any neighborhood, because like nobody will bring up how the white people in Bellevue, like if you was black walking through Bellevue, we were young, young. That was like, get out of Bellevue. That was an issue. Yeah. Really? Right. Growing up in my era, like I say, now, from from which is Midtown now to to McClay Street was basically all black. From McClay Street on up, back at then was all white. So now it's just the it reverse. It's, it's flip flop. Mm -hmm. But also uh, Hall Manor, which they the South Side, that at one time that was all white. But then when they closed up the, the, the two apartment buildings, the Jackson Lick mm -hmm. and, and the Lick building, then those that, that were living in the building, half moved uptown. And then when we moved on Emerald Street, I lived right there on Emerald Street in between 3rd and Green. When we moved on Emerald Street, and I'm saying this uh, was- That 200 block Emerald Day. Yeah, two, 242 that was, was my, my mail address. Route. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, where you're at. 242 was my address. Mm -hmm. But when we, and this, I'm saying this was in the early, late 60s, early 70s. When we moved in that area of Emerald Street, we was the first black family. Oh my gosh. We was the first- I and just that, thought and, I used to get mail in the early 70s for a Hicks at 242 yeah, Emerald Street. That was us. That was <laughs> How us. How about that? Yeah, we Small was the world. Remember, and, and that world. area from 3rd yeah, to Green Street, we was the first black family. Yeah, but then uh, blacks started migrating uptown and then the whites start moving out. Same mm -hmm. thing as Hall Manor. They start moving out in the suburbs. And, and, and it, it was a thing with, with me. I mean, I never really had a, a serious issue or but my my thing was is is that well after I got older 
the police force changed and and you never had the the police walking the beats mm-hmm. like they used to when we were kids uh, and i mean in the summertime you know they used to come and open up the uh yeah with the drug yeah, well, yeah, the drugs became <laughs> came a bigger issue, you know, as I got older here in Harrisburg. But it, it it was a thing where when I worked at the steel mill and a lot of the, the guys that I worked with come from Perry County and all that, they 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 just had a perception that, you know, they 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 weren't safe and always thought that we we were or something was going to happen. And I, I felt it most when we were on a strike and uh, we used to have to do our little uh, duties on, on, uh, on the picket line. And the, the, my white coworkers, when we would have to, to pick it during the night, they would never show up. They would only come during the day. <laughs> wow. During the day. But then when they came at night, I mean, they uh, and, and they would have their guns. Some of them run their dog. I said, for what? Right. Oh for what? Wow. And, 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 and that's the, yeah, the bar was right there at, the at Cameron and her, yeah, the subway. Yeah, subway. Right. But, and my thing was this, that, that, I mean, why would you have to bring your, your gun? I said, you so you, you telling me you looking for something to happen. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, yeah. If, if you feel that unsafe, then I'd rather you not come at all. Right. But it, it, it was a thing where... But they don't... I mean, that's what the, the, where I bring the narrative up. Because, like, if you don't... If I only know you from work, I only know you a certain right, right, right. But then, like, when I'm hearing what's going on in the city and all I know is... What, what, what the they see says, on the news. Yeah, what the yeah. newspaper yeah. says. Mm-hmm. Then it's a whole different thing. Like, they, you'll see it downtown. Like, there'll be fights and all types of stuff happening downtown. Mm-hmm. But when something happens at Bridges... They, they, I seen them huge, uh-huh. to make sure that this was a big news story. Right, right. You know what I mean, so like the narrative thing definitely plays like a big thing. Like even I mean yeah. that that was going on with us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember going up to a game at Camp Curtin for the high and a couple of people from Susquehanna like, are we about to walk uptown? I ain't going uptown. Uh-huh. Why not? Like, but that's always it's always it's been all, that way. and it's always going to be that. It's way. all even when I was coming up. Right. The people from the hill, whether you you had relatives that lived on the hill, they never came uptown that, because they had that pre, uh, 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 that that, pre, that, that bias that, that, that is uptown was, was this and that, and 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 it also was based on the rivalry between that, yeah. between William Penn and John yeah. Harris, Cam Curtin and Edison. Right. But no, when when we used to go play intramurals and used to go to Sunshine Park. They used to always chase us back across the railroad tracks, but that's as far as they would go. Right. They wouldn't come uptown. I would say, inner city wise, I would definitely say it was more, um, like you said, the robberies. Yeah. South Hill uptown. Mm -hmm. But see, yeah, all all that came with with the more so the South Side and all that was after they merged the schools together, and and like me and and him was talking earlier. That back back then, I mean, for them to merge the schools, they took away yeah. a, a, a lot of things that yeah. you know you guys never knew of or, or experienced, and especially uh, the big rivalry between William Penn and John Harris, the big Turkey Day game. That that the football that, game, yeah, really? that, that was, that was big the big thing on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving William Penn and John Harris at Hershey Park. They took that away. 
And I, I believe the, the last year that William Penn and John Harris played, because John Harris used to always beat the mess out of William Penn. John Harris was known for football back then. William Penn, Penn was known for basketball and track. But that's funny. That's that, Even in our era, uptown, we played basketball. We played baseball a lot. And sometimes football, but we played the basketball. boys on the hill. Yeah. Yeah. But on the hill. Yeah. 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 See, and, and, and like I say, John Harris was known for football. William Penn was known for basketball. But like I say, the the last football game, William Penn and John Harris, we tied them 6-6. So that basically was a victory for us. And, I mean, we had party the whole week. The, the, <laughs> the, the band, Wampin's band, which which I say there would never be uh, another band like Wampin's band. Whoa, 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 we ain't paying. No, 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 I say the best thing is uh, I I never really had uh, any serious issues growing up in Harrisburg. I mean, I miss a lot of old Harrisburg. Uh, I mean, I, I I know everything changes, and and I'm I'm looking forward to the revival. Uh, realization of, of Hasburg. Mm -hmm. I mean, because when I when I go down Sixth Street and remember what Sixth Street used to be like, remember what downtown used to be like, mm -hmm. and, and you know all that now is, is history. And, yep. and and I mean, I I for me Hasburg. I'm not gonna say it's the 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 greatest city in the world but for me i i feel because it's, it's my hometown that uh i i i love harrisburg sometimes you got to get away from here because i harris to me they they say harrisburg doesn't have much to offer but there's things out there if you look for it there it is if you look for it there it is yeah, we might not have the big stadiums and, and and all that to bring, you know, big time entertainment and stuff in. But I mean, for for it to be the capital of Pennsylvania, I mean, it could be a lot worse than what it is. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. Right, right. Final thoughts? Anybody um, on? I'll piggyback on what he said. It, it's definitely a lot of slept on talent. Um, yes. Entrepreneurs, yes. 
uh, like a lot and, and like I played a video game with people and you know now you play with people all over the world so I sometimes you know what I mean I get on my little drunk rants and I, I tell I just start naming you know what I mean athletes people that's you know what I mean because we didn't have people on on Empire the TV show, like you know what I mean we got a lot of we got a lot of people out there doing big things so I, I would call this like the little hidden star city or something like yes. that because it's I definitely a lot a lot of talent man. Let's see, when I look at Harrisburg, it's a state capital, but it just spreads out. There's so much to do. You know, just don't confine yourself to Harrisburg. Right. This is the capital city. And the whole region has so much going on. He, like he said, you got to hunt for it. You know, so I do stuff all over. I don't care if I go to East Shore, West Shore, whatever. Right. People say, you're going all the way over there? Act like the, the river is like this big. Yeah. 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 It's nothing. Yeah. Just go. I said, I was there 40 years. Yeah. You know, yeah. I do stuff. I said, I can go to Lingelstown 10 minutes to go to some of the hardware store. Why would I want to go on Carlisle Pike for 500 red lights and take all day? <laughs> the heck with that. Yeah. I'm going to go over 81 Bridge, go to Lingelstown, go to the hardware store, and go home. No, there's just, there's. I look at this, I look regional. I just don't hold myself into the city. Because there is a lot to do on right. both shores. Right. And the problem is we look at the rivers, the Berlin Wall, and right. we gotta tear that down. Right. Right. Excellent. Stuff on both sides. And I just wanna say this, my, my cousin, uh, his wife's family came here to Harrisburg, they're from California. Came here about three months ago and he took them down to the Broad Street Market and they was amazed. They never seen farmers market. a like farmer's that. market like that. And I said, you know, they don't have those type things out in California. But they thought the Broad Street Market was the biggest thing in life. And, you know, the Broad Street, I mean, compared yeah, to, us, you go, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, you right. go to Baltimore, you got the Lexington Market right. and all that. But, York but, has two markets, yeah, Lancaster right, got a market. Right, all these. right. But they, yeah. they thought the Broad Street Market was was bigger than life to them yeah. because they never great. seen nothing like yeah. that. I that's said, great. "Get the heck!" When he told <laughs> now me that, that you say that though, I did have a cousin from Chicago come up here, and we took her down there, and that did blow her mind. She got some of that fluffy popcorn yeah. stuff, and mm-hmm. she made me get the lady's card and send it to her. <laughs> really but wow. but I I say the market today compared to what it was when I grew up. I mean, because they they had more businesses down there in the market back then than they do now. And and to to me, growing up, I mean, the the market was bigger than life to me because I used to always uh, look forward to to my grandma or my great grandma taking me to the market every Saturday, every Saturday. I mean, it was it was so. I remember the little five dollar bag of peanuts you used to get get uh, the little stand now where the Amish have right there on Sixth Street. Mm-hmm. That used to be a French fry stand. You used to get the little French fries in the little cone cup for ten cent, and they was the best French fries you ever ate. Growing okay. growing up on the West Shore, the big deal at Christmas time. My aunt lived out Thirteenth Street, and we had a bus. We didn't know about the bus. They were in the cars. She got on a city bus and she come pick us up, and then we go back. And Macy's and all in New York have all the kind of cool stuff in the windows. Mm-hmm. Palmer Used yeah, to have primary, yep. uh, mannequins, puppets, and stuff going in the windows at Christmas time. That was a big deal. You'd stand outside Fourth and Market, mm-hmm. you know, Fourth Street, yeah. watch all these things going in the windows mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
And that was big city us. And then upstairs they had this big uh, second floor restaurant, restaurant and it was all, yeah. glass. all glass. And you'd sit there and you yeah. get a big milkshake. That was yeah. a big deal. And you look at all the people Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. Of course, the malls destroyed palm bills and all yeah. that. That was yeah. a big deal coming to downtown Harris. And in the summertime, going feeding the squirrels. Really? And they had, <laughs> oh yeah, that was big. Because what happened was um, in the, I guess it was the 1880s, Governor Hastings. There was no squirrels in Harrisburg. So he went, he was at the Virginia State Capitol, and he took a male and female squirrel and brought it back to Harrisburg. And that's how the Capitol grounds. And he's got every day and feed the squirrels and write down how much he's feeding these squirrels as a hobby. Okay? But then, and that was a big deal. He came over feeding the squirrels. And I have old postcards, turn of century postcards. There was a squirrel that, it was really good and new people, and he'd jump up on you, and it's Billy the Squirrel. And they got all these old postcards of Billy the Squirrel doing stuff on the Capitol grounds. That was a big deal. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, now they get pigeons on the Rachel Carson. Yeah. Not yeah. pigeons, but, but hawks to kill. They kill oh, okay. all, all the squirrels. Oh, they kill all wow. the pigeons. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's how it all, that was a big deal back in the 50s and 60s, feeding the squirrels. Feeding the squirrels, okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to give the final word to uh, Mr. Camillo here. Um, best thing about Harrisburg? Um, it's potential. It's potential. I love it. We'll leave it there. Thank you, everybody. It was fun. Okay. Hey guys, so it's back one more time. So I uh, hope you enjoyed um, listening to uh, the gentlemen um, talk about their experiences here in Harrisburg. And hopefully you um, got a lot about that and um, found it very interesting. I know I did. And uh, so this is Beck signing off. And um, we'll be working on episode um, three sometime next month. So stay tuned. And remember, it's time to rise uptown.